Hi, you're listening to Sensationalist Science, a podcast about science, the media, and the truth behind those astonishing headlines you've read. I'm your host, GitMK, aka The Health Nerd, and for this episode, I'll be talking about depressing booze and the only real reason to drink. We all want moderate drinking to be good for us, because if booze is healthy, then we can stop feeling guilty about finishing a bottle of wine every few days, or every day. We love studies that suggest that moderate drinking will save our lives, and so every time a study comes out that provides even the slightest hope that a pint or two would help us health-wise, we jump all over it. This week has been no different. A new study has caused what I can only describe as some of the worst headlines of any epidemiological study that I've ever seen, and that's saying something. The Sun kicked it off with a truly astonishing misinterpretation. Having a pint or two a day reduces risk of depression. Experts back Nigel Farage's regular pub visits, revealing moderate boozers are the least likely to suffer the blues. And the Daily Star with, Two pints of beer a day can slash depression. And the best, but still not perfect, one from the Daily Mail, People who drink a glass of wine a day have a lower risk of depression than teetotalers, study finds. You'd be forgiven for thinking that the cure to depression is to start chucking a couple of pints every night. Now I'm going to kick off here by definitively saying that this is total and complete nonsense. If you don't make it to the end of the podcast, you should at least know that you cannot treat or cure depression by drinking. That's not what the study said, not what the researchers claim, and to make such a total mess of the study itself, you would have to be pretty blind to even the most basic of scientific realities. Let me say it again, you cannot treat or cure depression by drinking. If you're depressed, don't start drinking more booze, that's a terrible idea. Now, the study that all of these stories are talking about, I'll link it in the show notes as usual, was a relatively small one out of the Karolinska Institute in Sweden. The researchers took a group of about 5,000 people, asked them a bunch of questions about how much they drank and their lifestyle over the course of about 12 years, and then followed up two decades later. They stratified by levels of alcohol consumption, basically dividing their patients into groups of people by how much they drank booze. Either never, roughly one beer a day, two beers a day, or three plus beers a day. And then compared these groups on the main outcome of interest, which was a diagnosis of depression. They found that people who were never drinkers, total abstainers from alcohol, as well as those who drank a lot, the highest group of drinkers, were at an increased risk of being diagnosed with depression during the study compared to those who drank a moderate amount of alcohol. In this case, that meant 7 to 14 standard drinks a week, or 1 to 2 drinks a day. And here we're talking about standard drinks, which vary from country to country, but are usually contained between uh, 6 and 10 grams or milligrams, sorry, grams of alcohol. Pure alcohol, that is. Essentially, moderate drinking seemed to be associated with a reduced risk of depression. In other words... The safest thing to do, it seems, is to drink a little bit, but not cut your alcohol consumption completely, and also don't go overboard. 
don't have lots of booze. But before we all go and dive naked into a vat full of vodka, there are quite a few caveats to this story. problem with studies like this where we compare two groups of people based on a single factor. The thing is that people who don't drink any alcohol are different in many ways to people that drink a little bit of booze. In this study, the never drinkers were less wealthy, more likely to have dependents, mostly children, more likely to be in financial distress, were less well educated, and were more likely to be stressed than people who drank a moderate amount. And this was also true of the very uh, high drinkers. This kind of makes sense. People who don't drink at all often abstain for many reasons. Maybe they used to be alcoholic, and so they're now a bit less healthy than the rest of us. Maybe they are simply too poor to afford alcohol. Whatever the reason, it's likely that the differences in health outcomes between people who drink moderately and those who don't drink at all is due to social differences between the groups of people, rather than down to the amount of alcohol that they drink. I've written quite a lot about this before. Studies like this one, where you take a group of people and divide them up by how much they drink, tend to show that moderate drinkers are the healthiest. But there's now a very strong evidence base that shows that when you properly account for the impact of things like wealth and social status, the benefits for moderate drinking disappear. There was actually a very large study in New Zealand that did exactly this. They ran a series of models looking at moderate drinking benefits and adjusting for a range of wealth measures. And they found that the more wealth you adjusted for and the more social factors you adjusted for, the smaller the benefits for moderate drinking got until they disappeared entirely when you did it properly. There are also a few trials where people were actually given extra booze to drink every day, and these have failed to find any real benefit to moderate drinking, only some very minor benefits to cardiovascular markers, not even to actual heart disease. There's also an issue with something called reverse causality. This study tried to correct for this with a complex statistical model, but it's hard to get rid of the problem entirely. Basically, when you recruit people into a study like this, it's likely that they are already being affected by the group that you put them in, or the condition that caused them to be put in that group. In this case, people who are never drinkers, who totally abstain from alcohol, are likely to have previously been drinkers, or even alcoholics, and given up booze. This means that they will be less healthy by default, or in this case perhaps already depressed, which is the reason that they gave up drinking in the first place. It's something that the researchers tried to correct for, but it's an inherent issue with the study design that is really quite hard to overcome. This study also showed a very small absolute risk difference between any of these groups. The risk of depression in the moderate drinking group was about 24 in 1000, or 2.4%. The risk of depression in the group of people who never drank was about 40 in a thousand, or about 4%, showing an absolute risk difference of 1.6%, or 16 people per thousand. It doesn't sound nearly as impressive as the 70% increased risk of never drinking that was reported in the papers when I put it like that. 
overall, it seems that any benefit to moderate drinking is pretty much due to who gets to drink moderately in our society, i.e. people who are wealthy enough to enjoy a glass of wine each night, but don't overdo it and drink more than a few drinks a day. There do appear to be some very minor benefits to moderate drinking for cardiovascular health, but we have to weigh these against the definite liver and other organ damages that alcohol causes, as well as the mental health problems that we know alcohol causes. And ultimately, it seems almost certain that, based on the evidence, moderate drinking is bad for your health. In particular, we know that alcohol can cause depression in large amounts, it is very addictive, and there's not really a strong reason to think that this would be different in moderate amounts, aside from our own wishful thinking. Health benefits from moderate drinking are likely a myth. If you do drink, do it for a good reason, because drinking is fun and booze is tasty. I love wine. I, I love beer. I'm a fan of whiskey, vodka, and gin. I will make no bones about that fact. In fact, I'm drinking a lovely glass of white right now. Mmm, delicious. But I don't do it because it's going to help my health, because it isn't. I drink wine because it's tasty and sometimes because it's fun. Drink if you want. Just don't do it because it's healthy, because it's not. And definitely don't believe headlines that tell you that booze can cure your depression because they are total and utter nonsense. If you see silly headlines like this, it's always worth being cautious. Check the story, check the study, and have a think about what it might all actually mean. This has been your dose of sensationalist science and media madness. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud at SensiPod, or wherever you get your podcasts, just search Sensationalist Science. I'm your host, GetMK, and you can find me on Twitter at GetMK, or Medium at GetMK, or Facebook at GetMK Health Nerd. You can also now find Sensationalist Science on Twitter at SensiPod. Have a great week, and remember, if it sounds unlikely, even if you really, really want it to be true, it's good to be sceptical. <laughs>